0: let me tell you a little something about the chronic gals just two best buds and the very best pals talking about cannabis that good that tree so grab a joint and just spark with me hey
1: welcome back to chronic gals podcast i'm your host riley
2: and i'm ashleen what's up everybody what's up, what's up? we got producer
1: ev
0: what's on up on the ones
1: <laughs> and twos i've always wanted to say that <laughs> what does that mean do you know what that means no no. Do you think it's like an audio, like the board? Like the, I the think that's the what it sound is. The soundboard, is it for, from one to two? I think like, that's is that what the scale- is. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah.
0: Wait, what do you mean the scale? Or like the
2: track or something? Like the,
1: yeah, the sound, like meter goes from zero to two. Like, the, oh. you know, the ones and twos. Oh,
2: or- I was thinking more like it was track one, track two, track three, like oh. each
3: I think it's more input. like, like the f- yeah.
0: Because oh. the... the the like sound levels is like negative something to zero. Oh, okay. anything above zero is like too much ear fuck yeah <laughs>
1: that's that's where we live <laughs> for real though well anyway welcome back to another <laughs> episode of the chronic Alice
2: podcast happy to be here how are we all feeling it's summertime it's summer happy solstice it's cancer season
0: Retrograde is over. Retrograde
1: is over. Mercury retrograde is over. There's still like three retrogrades. I know. But yeah, I feel like we...
0: Did I ever... Can I... I've always wanted to (laughs) mention this to you about retrograde. But you know how they say retrograde is really bad for like travel and shit? Uh And you guys went to Seattle and your guys' window (gasps) got fucked? I really... I was telling Kay about this. I really think that equates...
1: didn't even put that correlation right, together, right?
0: Thank you, yeah, totally.
1: Yeah, that has been a whole. Yeah,
0: because I don't know if it's. I think saga. it's all Mercury retrogrades are bad for travel, right? I think. I think yeah, that's so, like a yeah.
1: stereotypical thing. Yeah. yeah, about retrogrades. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Well, oh, there you well, go. Food
0: for your retrograde thought. Totally. Seriously. Wow. Now I'm. But
1: just yeah, now, we're out, about, now, yeah, we're, now we're out of out it. Yeah, now we're out of it. Um, who else has been on an emotional roller coaster? Raise their hand. Me. <laughs> Um, who else has come out of it stronger, brighter, more exhausted than before? Me. Me. <laughs> um, but we all live to tell the tale. Yeah. And we're now in cancer season, so now we're just going to feel our feelings even more. Even more. <laughs> <laughs> and no, but in also, like, live your life, right? Like, let's, be fine. let's try to live our lives. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Housekeeping. Let's try to do some housekeeping. Okay. Let's do. Let's, <laughs> yeah.
2: Focus. Um, so, big first announcement oh, yeah. is that uh, this is our last episode of the summer. Of
1: the summer, we
2: are going to take a summer break.
1: Yeah, we are,
2: and take a few weeks off, recalibrate, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. have a creative reset, hyper focus on some projects, hyper focus on some projects. So, stay tuned for all of that. Yes. Uh, We have a couple things planned that we'll probably drop out for fun in the middle of the summer. Some bonus content. So, you know, every time you think you're really missing your chronic gals, you won't because we're just going to drop something right in your inbox for you. So that's why
1: you need to make sure you subscribe. Subscribe to our podcast feed on wherever you listen to podcasts. Definitely subscribe because you don't want to miss out on the fun little Easter egg drops that we'll do throughout the summer
2: so yeah
1: make sure you subscribe also rate review and, su- and subscribe, and subscribe.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's just such like a whole flow i know, you know i know i know i know but um but yeah then we'll be back yeah. this fall with some new stuff
1: we're coming back hotter brighter way more shiny
0: than before.
2: Shiny. Were. hopefully just refreshed Yeah. 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 (laughs) At at, at this minimum. Yeah.
0: Just refresh. That's what I'm out out for. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Plus, it's like summertime, time to like do something new and fun. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And we're kind of on the...
0: Yeah, we're kind of also on the downhill of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of nice. Mm -hmm. Even though I hear there's like variants on the East Coast. There are. There are. But...
2: We're gonna continue. Where we're
0: gonna, we gonna push gonna on. We're gonna do the best that we've it. been doing because we're still here.
2: Yeah, we you are. can do. Best you can do.
0: Someone was like, six months from now, it's gonna be two years since 2020, and I was like, ooh, 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 time illusion. Ew. Whoa! Yeah.
2: In six months, it'll be two years since 2020.
1: I guess that's true from the perspective of like January one. Yeah, but like.
0: That started a lot of
2: stuff. Though, you know, to, I
1: like, know, I know, but I'm just saying, it's like it is two technically two years. Oh yeah, is it really just one year? But because it's really if you like talk one year, about, like,
2: December 31st, 2020. I would say
1: the end of 2022 would be
2: like two years. Okay, you no, know, I'm actually on board with that. I'm I'm here for that too.
1: But I mean, that sent like by but the it's sentiment like, is like true. From 2020
0: yeah. beginning, yeah, to right. finishing 2021. Yeah, and right. then from,
2: It'll yeah. be two years since Kobe died.
0: Exactly. That was the start of it for me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 That's yeah. fact.
0: I feel like 2020 to 2021 is like a painter's palette and all the colors are just mixed oh together instead of different individual months or days so or whatever. So true. Yeah. It's just a so whole true. palette of colors. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't agree. look at that. You know. <laughs> I can't figure out what's going on.
2: I don't understand that muddy bullshit. It's too much brown.
1: <laughs> but anyway. So we're starting with a new palette. So yeah, we're starting with a new palette. We're going on a break. Um... A break from the podcast, really. We will be available on Clubhouse every Friday uh, for the Washingtonians community. We that, I feel like that is like a community that we are really passionate about starting mm-hmm. and like keeping going. And there's definitely a need for it. So if you want to join us there, please DM us. We have invites. Especially if you're a cannabis content creator mm-hmm. in Washington. We really want to connect mm-hmm. with you. Um any solopreneurs mm -hmm. out there in the cannabis world Mm -hmm. like we want to connect with? We are gonna start sorry. Sorry. We're gonna start focusing our clubhouse rooms Mm -hmm. like on more relevant topics. Mm -hmm. So I think that the one that's happening today, so if you listen to this we're like really early in the morning, hit hit us up at two thirty. We're there on Clubhouse. (laughs) But we're talking to content creators and then we're gonna like find other topics to focus on. Talk so, to vendors. Yes. Yeah.
2: Talk to I think collab on regulation, regulatory stuff. Oh, yeah. COAs and yeah. like cleanliness. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff to talk mm-hmm. about. Um so Clubhouse. Clubhouse, Washingtonians. Every Friday, hit us up for invites mm-hmm. if you need them. 2:30 p.m pacific standard time because you're in washington, in
1: washington. <laughs> and even if you're not in washington and you just want to have a community to talk to you are totally welcome to join us there also yeah
2: totally um you can also still find us on instagram for cg after and Cannabis and cannabis live for instagram live and cannabis live um every mm-hmm. other thursday at 9 p.m mm-hmm. uh we where we just get high on Instagram live and chat and talk and always end up meeting somebody always.
1: Clearly we like community and we would like to keep talking to you guys. Yeah. So so
2: we'll be there. We'll be talking there. And if you want to catch the replay, it'll be on Canabuzz.
1: Yep. Check Canabuzz chronic gals underscore podcast for all the social media needs. Cool. Rate, review, subscribe, share the show with your friends. Check our website out. If you want to chronic Mm hmm. I think that's housekeeping. I think that is close. Awesome, nailed it. Okay, great.
2: Boom. Farm feature. Okay, Okay. producer Ev, take it away. You you got this farm feature for us. What do we have?
0: Uh, they're called Magic Time. Magic Time Farms. (laughs) Um, we've all kind of made uh, a first off like observation that they're like top stickers, really similar to from the soil. And then upon further investigation with the Internet, uh, (laughs) they seem to be based in the same location. And they have a lot of like shared media content on their websites. So probably from the same people as from the soil or like stemming from them or rebrand, something like that. We're not entirely sure right now, but I've had them. Yeah, I've had them before and they are really, really, really fun. Really good um, strains.
2: The Tony Montana, I just opened the jar to smell oh. and it's like straight up cleaner in a good yeah. way. Like yeah. lemon, <laughs> <Pine> limey. <liming. laughs> wow. Yeah.
0: yeah, I've had the Tony Montana before and it's a really like creative, like head high. Cool. But I not really anything too crazy for the head. I had to break into it because it's like a whole baker's dozen thing. You know, like I got a buyer's Buyer's, buyer's tax. Gram, yeah, yeah, totally.
2: Whatever. Um, I also love with, with these stickers, they like, they do a good job of explaining what you should expect from the strain. Uh, and they've done that for a long time too, Mm -hmm. but they have like little symbols and say if it's fruity, this one's for Tony Montana, it says fruity, skunky, and earthy 70% sativa 30% indica, happy, creative, energize. So like they all have their little,
0: they have like a flavor profile and then, um, the freaking other thing what's on the, the, the there's like
1: sativa in s- sativa indica ratio yeah is that what you're looking for
0: Are the effects uh, or the <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say actually the, <laughs> they
1: have the effects the indica sativa ratio and then the uh, oh, smelling oh that's profile. what it was they
0: have flavor and effects yeah yeah, yeah. yeah totally. okay yeah
1: totally. mm-hmm. which is cool which like the smell you can totally like assume the terpenes mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. like skunky spicy mint or at least like the Fruity, what is this one? Fruity, skimpy, earthy. Yeah. Yeah. I would say like citrusy,
2: but. I I guess that's encompassed under the fruity, but. I guess so.
0: I will say the white Tahoe cookies is like deceivingly easy just to like kill really fast. I feel like white
1: Tahoe cookies, is it like a lighter, like a less dense type of a nug? Or maybe it is dense. Maybe it's more dense, so it's so it looks, looks smaller. Like
0: amount. That's yeah. That's something I don't like, or not that I don't like, but it's tough for me when there's like a dense nug because like it doesn't look like I'm putting in a ton. So and I'm then like, it
1: like puff, like you like grind it up, and it's like holy shit, overflowing your yeah. grinder. And
0: you're like, fuck. Well, I just put in like half of this eighth into the grinder, and I really didn't need to. Yeah. You're like oh. like yeah, I guess Pull- I'll smoke it. <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: Right. That was about that on he the. Oh pipes. yeah. Here you go. You loaded it um think about that with dabs and like how we had one brand of dab and it was like i mean they're all grams right the gram looks so much smaller than the other gram that we had Mm -hmm. and i'm like i know in my heart that this is the same but with my eyes, it does not look the same. Like I'm sure there's, was like the density of everything, you know, and it all equals one gram. But like some things look way more than others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, oh, for I sure. super feel it. And for it, sure, it,
0: it affects my high. I feel like a little bit just because I'm like You're like burn mm-hmm, them <laughs> out. Like how much weed I just smoked, but like it wasn't even a lot, you know. Like that whole <laughs> yeah. feeling. Yeah,
2: totally. What are
0: you What are you smoking right now? The Tony. The Montana? Tony
2: Montana. It's very tasty. Mm-hmm. It's really good, and I feel like you taste more of the earthiness than you smell. Like the smell is so fruity and citrusy, and then the hit is also very like citrusy, but I don't know. That was kind of burnt. Oh, <laughs> also very earthy. Uh,
0: Here, let me do you want to hear more. like the a little yeah. description? Um, so yeah part of their gangsta line they have tony montana el chapo and what was the other one
1: white tahoe cookies
0: no that's not the pablo escobar pablo escobar tony montana pablo escobar and el chapo yeah um so tony montana is a very uplifting sativa cross where we have blended the sativa side of blue dot and g13 with the body buzz of trace dog
1: i'm sorry repeat that Whoa,
0: okay This is a very uplifting sativa cross Where we have blended the sativa side of Blue Dot and G13 And the body buzz of Trace Dog
2: Interesting That's
0: crazy
1: I'm kind of feeling the body buzz
2: Yeah, 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 yeah I can feel body buzz
0: Since this is Tony-influenced The strain starts at your nose
2: Oh, I get that (laughs) I was gonna say in my face More like I sneezed Oh, yeah, 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 yeah
0: You will smell fruity essences of mango with earthy, skunky undertones. Can I smell that? The head high is amazing with the heightening of your senses and uplifting Ooh. mood and can be a creative strain. That's nice. So, do a walk, do a little dance, even have a little adult fun with Tony.
1: Ooh, oh. adult fun. This is yes. from their website. <laughs> yeah. Love that. I mean,
0: 21
2: it plus. It is 21 plus. All
1: right, go for
0: that. They have a really nice flower strain page that I'm looking at. Nice. Very easy to navigate.
2: Good. Are there COAs? Easily accessible. Probably not online.
0: <laughs> I doubt it online. Mm.
1: Okay, that is really citrusy. Right. It does hit your nose. Mm-hmm. It, like... What is that? When it, when your sinuses, like, expand... Mm-hmm. What is that? What happens? I
2: don't know. I don't know. When your <laughs>
0: sinuses so expand?
2: I guess, like... Just, like... I guess, no. it's the When it, like, deflames, <laughs> it's, like, no longer inflamed so you can breathe better? Well, you know how
1: pining... <laughs> <coughs> is supposed to like oh, yeah. open, open your, your lungs. lungs. Yeah, yeah. I kind of feel like that's what's happening in my nose.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: I think that should all be the same system, right? Right. Yeah. Which the probably I would bet it which would it have probably have is piney because
1: yeah. it smells like pine salt
0: The earthy, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Trying to get my sounds. In my Like it kind of got.
1: Podcast. I like. I sneezed, but now, yeah, I'm pretty clear.
2: Nice. I'm just. I have a lot of allergies today. Totally. So I have a lot I, of allergies every day too. Yeah. Which. Yeah. I guess I could. I. I. I don't know. Maybe. I love that though. I definitely yeah. feel it in my face. Mm-hmm. Whether it actually opened up my nose, maybe. Okay, Tony Montana. Or is who the is he? Medicine? I'm sorry. Who is he in Scarface? He is freaking um, oh, okay. Al Pacino, right? Yeah, okay. I've never okay. actually seen it.
0: Same. I haven't okay, seen any gangster Mobster movie. like me neither. Godfather, uh, Godfather. Yeah, me uh, neither. We should have a movie night. I think War- Warren is really into Warren loves them, and I've yeah. never
1: seen it.
0: We, di- we didn't grow up on those ones. No. We didn't grow up, up on those ones. We grew up on Star Wars. Wars. Which I'm mm-hmm. so fucking cool. I'm fine with that.
1: Yeah. But yeah, we should have a movie night and watch Scarface outside, mm-hmm. like projector style. That would be fun on our summer break. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so Tony Montana does, is the is the cocaine guy? Mm-hmm. I yeah, so, happy yeah. creative energy. Isn't Pablo Escobar kind of like the same?
0: I think he's real though. Well,
2: yeah. I know I re- but, I know that. Yeah, cocaine kingpin. That's what from I'm thinking. Colombia.
1: So I'm like, if that is a cocaine kingpin, and that was like, you know, Tony Montana. Well,
2: I mean, again, I haven't seen the movie, but I feel like Tony Montana is more of that like crazy hyperactive moment of cocaine, right. where you're just like everything. I can, do this. Crazy I can and do this. I can, can yeah. do this. I can do this. Yeah. He, like,
0: yeah. Like, the dude is just killing people on a whim. Also, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Whereas Paul he hello to my little. Yeah. Honey, yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: You got the lip curl and everything. Yeah. But I feel like Pablo Escobar is more of that like crafty, like, I don't necessarily use cocaine recreationally like that, but I use cocaine to like-, like caffeine. Rule the world. Like uh-huh. fucking yeah. Lao Tzu okay. is- what is Art of War or the shit? Yeah. Sunzu, Sun, Sun Tzu, yeah.
0: I feel like he's- Pablo Escobar is probably on some like Bill Gates, Elon Musk type of intelligence where he's really good at delegating things- totally. And putting- Probably. Systems like in really effective areas. Oh, totally! I absolutely respect him, like well, and his mean, work and everything. Yeah, like,
2: he ran an incredible machine of a fucking yeah black market underground trade.
0: Yeah. Did you guys have you guys heard the uh theory that like Justin Trudeau yes. is related to him? Have you seen or pictures? It, yeah, dude, and they look literally. Is the it Pablo same? Escobar? I think.
1: Or is it the or dude with
0: Cuban? Yeah, head. or was that like his brother, or some sh- cousin, or some? Sh- I don't know. What was that guy's name? Remember. Why can't I think of his name? Cuban. I can't think of it either. Smoked uh, freaking hella yeah. cigars. I know. Federico. Uh, no. Hugo Francisco. Hugo. Who Hugo? Chavez? No. No. Hold on.
1: Wait. Google it now. What country? Cuba. <laughs> that's what you said. I think
0: so. I think it is Hugo. I think that's who the guy who Fidel Castro. Fidel, Fidel Castro. I think it was an F. Oh. It was an F. Fidel. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Yes, I have Justin seen that. Yeah. I'm like throwing these scissors at you, but
1: yes. That's okay. I just stop.
0: But I could have sworn maybe it was like Fidel Castro or had ties with Pablo Escobar or something. And like,
2: they probably, probably. did. Seriously. But yeah.
0: Um, do you want me to read? Are we about to put in the Pablo Escobar? Uh, Yeah. yeah.
2: I was oh, just te- open. You- yeah.
0: Where are we going to go some I forgot where we were going honestly. No, I
1: was just like I'm like I'm definitely feeling like Tony Montana with this, very uppity, very like <laughs> kind of like a green <laughs> crack
0: where it's like a cocaine. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I feel like my eyes are like really wide. But yeah, which is why I asked about like the different like vibe of the guys, you know. Is it?
0: El Chapo, like the modern day Pablo Escobar. I actually have
2: no idea who El Chapo is.
0: Oh, really? Like, I
2: know I've heard that before, but I don't know. El
0: Chapo, Chapo, El Chapo. Um, I'm pretty sure he is like a cocaine drug lord, just kind of like on the same vibe as Pablo Escobar, except modern day. And like, I know he's escaped prison a couple times from digging ridiculous tunnels, or like his squad will dig him ridiculous tunnels. Like, yeah.
1: Joaquin El Chapo Guzman. Which is not how you pronounce his name. Guzman. Yeah, thank you. Commonly known a Mexican former drug lord and former leader within the Sinaloa cartel, an international crime syndicate. He's considered to be one of the most powerful drug traffickers in the world. Guzman. Is he still alive? Uh, I think so. He's incarcerated. Not for long. Right. He. Born in oh. Sinaloa, raised in a poor fa- farming family. He endured physical abuse at the hands of his father. Wow. He also entered the drug trade. Oh, helping him grow marijuana. He's the marijuana guy.
0: Nice.
1: Oh, oh that's good tie Good tie-in. Oh. Nice. Okay,
2: cool.
1: I think there's a new show on Netflix about him.
0: I think so, too. Uh, but- Yeah. Wait. Isn't it the dude from The Mandalorian? Isn't Man- the Mandalorian actor, like, play him? Well, that might be Pablo Escobar, honestly.
1: I'm now that I'm getting. I'm they're getting, all com, getting confused. Getting <laughs> confused. <laughs> yeah, but we don't have El Trouble on the no, table. No, we don't though. have El okay. no. Yeah.
0: no, no, no. We but have. I, I was have just, just fun to Papan. talk about the gangster line. That yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. But El Chapo oh, is totally available to purchase in the state yeah, of Washington definitely. and possibly definitely. elsewhere okay, as okay, a strain okay. of weed. Okay. Yeah. Totally. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I wonder what that. I think I can it's read an indica. It. I'm pretty it's sure. It's an indica, yeah, yeah.
0: I can read it. Okay. I have the Pablo Escobar one right now if you want it.
2: Okay, do Pablo Escobar yeah. first. Wow, um, sorry
1: everybody <laughs> for getting... I got confused.
0: It's the Tony Montana... <laughs> it is the Tony Montana.
1: Montana. <laughs> no, you're so right.
0: Okay, Um. Pungent. Uh, Pablo Escobar, another addition to the gangsta line, is a pungent aroma reminiscent to diesel and a very sweet flavor. The strain initially has a calming effect on the neck and then flows through the rest of the body, giving you a buzz long enough to help you concentrate. Pablo Escobar will give you a heady feeling at first, making you euphoric. The effects Mm. of this strain last for about 90 minutes, making it an ideal choice for an afternoon smoke. The buds of Pablo Escobar have blue and purple hues with dense trichomes scattered on the flower. Veteran smokers will enjoy this potent buzz immediately. Immensely. Or immediately.
2: Interesting. And immediately. Yeah. I'm going to go for it. Henceforth.
0: So it just kind of seems like... The opposite of Tony Montana, but not necessarily like putting you away.
2: Yeah, the sativa opposite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and this one they <coughs> they list as a balanced hybrid. The Pablo right, Escobar. right, right, right. We should just start doing this. Pretty decent. I know. To share our
0: big bowl. I yeah. know. I don't. I know. So we can just get fla- like full flavor. Fl- I know. Yeah.
1: I was thinking about it, but then I. Just at the corner piece.
0: Right? There's a little bit of like a, we didn't talk about it, so I don't want to seem like I'm hogging the bowl. That's
1: so true. Yeah. Like, what are we, like, we haven't even talked about etiquette, Yeah, you know, we haven't oh, set our, our etiquette. Fix on our creative
2: reset, exactly. or not fix, but address.
1: Oh, gosh. We're coming back with etiquette,
0: you guys. <laughs>
1: House rules.
0: Okay, boom. See, in the El Chapo freaking I'm feeling it in
1: my neck. That's so weird.
0: Okay, so just real quick. El Chapo says, this is a potent OG indica strain that tunneled. It's way to our farm from a very special white fire OG cross. With scents of rich, earthy, citrus pine, and dense jade buds, the appearance and head change is absolutely amazing. The best enjoyed at the end of the day for a relaxed and happy body high.
2: Love that. Oh. Still don't have that straight hair to try. Sounds really
0: good, It sounds really good. It, sounds
2: really good. <laughs> it is good. I'm pretty sure I've had it before.
0: I feel like I might have, too. The
2: Pablo. Okay. I feel like we've
1: talked about it before, but I don't even I know. think
2: we smoked
1: it on the show before. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Keith, Keith would know. <laughs> For real, our
2: historian, right? Wait,
0: um, is this a bowl to myself? Yeah,
2: yeah, okay. good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Percy.
1: Yeah, this is nice. I'm like,
2: I definitely feel it, like base, I know, of, like base of head, neck. I feel, but I'm like, do I feel that it
1: because right. it's happening, or do did I feel like feel it because somebody joking. told me about it? Because the placebo.
2: Is real, because but yeah, no, I like I love that. You. Anybody who gets that reference <laughs> and messages me, I'm gonna send you something.
1: <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I know what it is.
0: <laughs> you don't. Have I didn't have anything. What do you all. like? The
1: flavor? Do you like the taste?
0: Mm-hmm. It was definitely uh, less fruity.
1: Definitely more gassy yeah. and earthy than yeah. the first one. Yeah. Definitely That's feeling skunky, yeah. a lower vibe. More focused. More focused. Yeah. I don't know about focused because I feel I like the Tony Montana. Yeah. But
0: I feel like it's definitely not in my head, but not my body. So like my neck. <laughs> Like I, I, you know,
1: yeah. If it's not in your head and if it's not in your body, the only other places <laughs> would be in your neck.
0: Imagine if you could like if there was strains that was like, oh yeah, this is gonna hit directly to your left arm. And it's like just your left arm is like buzzed as fuck, and you're just like, this is kind of well, weird. I- is, is is my arm numb? And did I like lay on it for too attack? long?
4: Yeah. Right. Oh, that'd be <laughs> oh so God. weird. <laughs> oh
2: yeah, choose the other arm.
1: Yeah, that would be really weird. Yeah. But I mean, like sometimes it goes straight to my feet, and I feel mm. it. Like I feel the, bu- the, like, the buzz in my feet. Mm-hmm. For sure. So
0: I feel like it's like points of contact is when you're where you're gonna feel it. Yeah. But like not only physical points of contact. Yeah.
2: Ooh, I'd say I'm getting Wait. it in my knees and my feet. Like right now. what? like Like you'll feel
0: it like like you'll feel highs and points of contact so like uh your hands and like Uh your fingers and your feet Uh because you're touching the ground but then you'll feel it like like, spiritual points of contact oh like your head your heart and your stomach
1: hurt hurt hurt
0: hurt, yeah then again you can rub some cbd cream on your arm and get (laughs) that thing buzzing
1: Dude, okay, so speaking of putting things on your arm, so (laughs) this is a total side tangent, but we learned about my human design and my greatest sense of, my greatest sense is touch. I also learned, I don't know if I told you this when we were doing this, but also learned through Elizabeth April, and maybe I did talk about this. Anyway, (laughs) anyway, I'm going to say it anyway. Say it. That the grays... The alien grays, Mm -hmm. they don't need to like eat, but they like what they do is they put this like green nutrient thing on their arm and like all over their body and they like absorb nutrients that way. That's cool. And I was like, I'm a gray. (laughs) Through
2: my hands. That's neat. That's cool.
1: Yeah. Love that. Uh, Yeah. Isn't that neat? Yeah. Isn't that kind of a neat, like, think to maybe know yeah
2: yeah yeah
0: Yeah. possibility yeah
1: Yeah. (laughs) and then now that i've been thinking about it i'm like i do i am really sensitive like tickling
2: oh yeah like i couldn't be touched as a child or
1: else i was was, like laughing too much yeah yeah so anyway weird thing weird thing about me (laughs) but (laughs) true
2: oh my gosh anyway love that
1: pablo escobar thank you pablo and tony yeah. this is a nice mix this would like a blunt of this these two would be a solid party mix yeah which of course because pablo escobar and right. like that's such right. a blunt, such a vibe
0: no but i am imagining if i did have el Chapo or not their gangster line is like on point <laughs> yeah like yeah it's cool so concept this is solid too. yeah
1: it is it is a cool concept. Yeah. And they're really like, it makes sense. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Reminds me of Shout Out Green Muse over on the Oregon side where they do their like weeds on like uh, artists yeah,
1: stuff. yeah, yeah.
0: Based off of like the vibe that the weed's going to give you, like it'll give you the vibe of the, their music, you know? Like it's that cool. Is like so that is
1: so cool. I like that. And that's like, I feel like that's kind of what um, Sean Gold is trying to do with like mm-hmm. creativity you know like he's trying Mm. to create strains to like get the creative juices flowing Mm -hmm. so it's like
0: yeah he was like a mood like a yeah yeah put a mood in a box totally it is yeah
1: here's a here's a pen of a mood and you know it'll be it hopefully it's it you know
0: low-key a black mirror moment do you guys ever have black mirror moments where you're like damn we're living in a black mirror like literally literally
1: my whole life yeah (laughs) like
0: shit like like like, mood in a box or like the fact that you can like have you seen the new way to like order shit or maybe it was a concept thing i saw online but it was like a holographic that you could do oh no maybe it was in you know japan always does the crazy fast food technology yeah they're always on some shit yo like they have the, like
1: a burger or whatever. Yes. Yeah. That comes out of a machine, which well, freaks me out.
0: Loki, like, you know how McDonald's which I'm pretty sure like the first one is either was in Japan, but the touchscreen menus mm-hmm. inside yeah. where you don't even talk to anyone anymore. Yeah. Dude, fucking Add on the addition of transferring your food via tube, like, oh. and it's just like there next to the thing. And we're, that's, that's
1: like Sonic to another level. Yeah. Oh we're like God. so
0: close to spy kids. Put it, your so card packet in the microwave and then food comes out.
1: That's so, so true.
0: Weird. That's so yeah. weird.
1: But that like I mean that goes back to the conversation we had earlier with Beth that y'all will hear later. Mm, nice, <laughs> Time. <nice. laughs> but like the disconnection of the food. Yeah. You know, like, oh, like hey kid, where does a burger come from? Yeah. Home. A tube. Yeah, a tube. Yeah. How fucking crazy is that?
0: Well now we're growing meat. I know. I don't but hear- here's the thing. People Ooh. are <laughs> People are arguing that growing meat is more ethical because you won't have cow emission and you won't have cow like byproduct and like stuff like that. But. Because you know how cows are really bad for the environment.
1: Yeah. But I don't. I,
0: it's just the concept of growing meat and eating it. In is my bones. <sighs> but they said it was like undistinguishable. So like, I
1: already don't trust what is coming out of labs. Yeah. So
0: let alone coming front to like co- grocery stores. Yeah, like, like that
1: makes me think of like soylent green or whatever you know, like or just like I don't know. That freaks me. out.
0: Isn't that an intense like next level of evolution though? And
1: isn't built. <clears throat> <laughs> 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 Whatever. Isn't Bill Gates like the one buying like creating this isn't he a stakeholder in one of these like major Uh, uh, (laughs) major like food build, like making companies, which probably fucking freaks me out even more like fuck that
0: guy dude again. have you heard of the cheese conspiracy? Yes the cheese, like the, the us cheese cheese, the cheese caves yes in oh, okay. Michigan I in Wisconsin we- no I don't know that's a, too that's north. too real. It's north <laughs> Minnesota maybe it's north. But like we bought a shit ton of cheese because the dairy industry was going down, and mm-hmm. like we have a fuck ton of cheese stored in these caves, like nine hundred like billion Wait, dollars worth it of cheese. On
1: my Instagram. Oh, that's weird.
0: That is weird. I don't even know where I heard from this, but it but was on like, TikTok. Probably, probably. Yeah, but it was like that's why there's so many like processed cheeses and like craft singles that's, is just yeah. cave cheese concentrate powder re fucking made into cheese. Yeah, like. Yeah. yeah, and like all the mac and cheese boxes yeah. of fucking powdered cheese. It's is just cheesecake yeah. cheeses bro. powdered up, bro.
1: Do you want me to take it a step further for you? <laughs> oh boy! So I posted sure? that. I posted that, and one of my I don't know Instagram followers was like, "I don't know you, but send me this video." <laughs> and she had a government cheese, like a cheese, like a, a cheese, cheese wheel. Cheese? Yeah, a cheese, cheese cake. Ca- yeah, let me. I don't know. Let me see if I can find it. But she was like, I, I got one and I make art and I have one.
2: I make art with the cheese powder.
1: Oh, well, Whoa, here's a
0: video. It's like a whole ass wheel.
1: Can we, can we do this? Can we play it? I don't know. Can yeah, we, I, I don't know. Next to your I'm just going to play it anyway. finally time to talk about
3: the Great American Cheese Conspiracy. Is great this Depression. The, it's just the, one. the dairy industry is on the verge yeah. of collapsing along with all of the other agriculture connected to it. So the government decided to just buy all of the dairy from these dairy farmers to maintain the price of cheese they filled all of their like food storage like the government food storage with cheese and like powdered milk and stuff they had like a billion dollars worth of cheese they had to give it away it was literally emergency rations for world war ii like the soldiers got like powdered milk and cheese government literally had so much cheese that they ran out of room to store it, so they started putting it in caves, in literal limestone caves in Missouri, because they had nowhere to put all of this fucking cheese. But they still had too much cheese, and they kept buying it, because without that now, the dairy industry would totally collapse. 1983, America had $4 billion worth of cheese in the cheese caves. Ronald Reagan was like, why do we have all this cheese? I know, everybody says I hate poor people, and I do, but what if I gave all these poor people free cheese, and that's where government cheese comes from? Oh, and on top of that, they were giving it away for free to restaurants, and that's why all American food has so much fucking cheese. That's why, like, there's stuffed crust pizza now. On top of that, the government was also giving restaurants money to advertise foods that contained cheese so that they could just get rid of all of this fucking cheese. Think about how much American food is just straight up cheese, just cheese, like freaking mozzarella sticks. Fucking <laughs>
0: nachos, Yeah. yeah. Nacho sauce?
3: Battered, oh my god, it's cheesecake cheese, it's and cheese. cheese. And yeah. oh my god. Sticks. In the TGI Fridays commercial, they get government money. Those goddamn Kraft singles that we make grilled cheeses with, it's rehydrated powdered cheese from the goddamn cheese caves. (laughs) Mac and cheese, grilled cheese sandwiches, these are staple foods for, like, Americans, especially poor Americans, because cheese was free and cheap. Also, oh you God. know why the 80s and 90s are full of all these crazy Whoa, Dick, new Dick, Dick, cereals Daring. like mm-hmm. Tricks and Cinnamon Toast Crunch and Cookie Crisp? Because they could get paid to make these mascots. I am telling you right now, Tony the Tiger is subsidized by the government if to there's put milk
0: into cereal. In the oh Frosted my God.
3: Commercial. Oh. And America needs oh. so much in the
0: You'd but to think like, that,
3: like we, in effect like, to get in the cheese caves. In but mm-hmm. no because the government this whole time keeps buying more because the dairy industry now has lobbyists that lobby to keep the government buying cheese and putting it in the cheese caves <laughs> this day anytime he says cheese is four games. pounds of cheese for every American four pounds of cheese so for every, every single American oh. and tell them you want your four pounds of cheese
0: yeah, can we Dude. just do that so we can just get rid of the cheesecakes forever? Like, can all of, our, like, every American just, like, yeah. advocate their four pounds and yeah. just and get then, it rid of? Yeah. Just deal with
2: Stop, and then we can stop buying, like, they can just stop buying cheese. Yeah, and then we can have right. a
0: holiday where we don't have cheese Jeez. on any of the meals on the table. Right.
2: No cheese. That's your, your because, favorite holiday. Yeah. yeah. See, okay, I
1: want to really quickly. Shout out Mancy podcast. That was the guy who we watched. That, that dude was we fucking
0: hilarious. He was amazing.
1: I'm about to go find his podcast and listen to that on my way home. Dead ass. But <laughs> yeah, no. But the, yeah, this girl sent me a video of her government cheese that she got on auction. That she, wow. yeah, just has as art. That's crazy. Anyway, that
2: she has as art. Oh my god, that's a <laughs> bad
0: that art piece though. That's like super a crazy. vintage aged cheese, like those fucking setups and Fred is and uh-huh. shit. And yeah. like. At the cheese thing, that'd be cool. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. yeah, I could see it. Crazy, but yeah, you, owe, you, the government owes you
2: four, pounds, four pounds of pounds cheese. Of cheese. <laughs> but that's like
0: so crazy when you start thinking about. Damn, so all fast food have cheese, like yeah. no matter it's what, It's
2: literally everywhere. Like, Which, oh,
0: sorry, one more thing I was thinking about when I first Go heard ahead. this, <laughs> fucking like. I was thinking about why fast food is those choices. You know what I mean? Right. Like why those ones are like most popular. Why chicken,
1: beef, cheese? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah. But like at the end of the day, they all come down to like fucking cheese and shit. Mm-hmm. That's probably what they're pushing this whole fucking time. Because you don't see a ton of like fucking fast food Asian places here when you totally could. Like mm-hmm. there's Panda Express, which doesn't have cheese. I don't think. No. But like you could see a big multitude of fucking like Fast food dumplings, fast food yeah. fucking uh, mm-hmm. noodles, fast food fucking so many other things. Like in,
1: dude. I mean, in the Philippines, they have Jollibee and they have like yeah. all of the those. I mean, that was the only one I can think of. Fast food places, but they all have like Asian other fast things food. besides yeah. cheese. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So it's that's, possible. like fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, makes me wonder if there's any like, say, European Probably. fucking fast food places. That's yes. another thing. Why don't we have any? your otherworldly fast food yeah. places in america I don't like know if we fast food are exists elsewhere in
2: europe i think it's more of like takeaway like you go to a restaurant and take out well fucking thing, yeah you know? i would or like much a stall i
1: mean you think yeah mcdonald's and the fast food like american fast food is definitely there Amer- oh yeah but oh, that's true you know
0: that's what i'm saying like that's true well, but why don't we have any of theirs I mean, there's, like, small street foods and, like... But that's people's, like, cultural yeah. decisions to, like, open yeah. up a shop and yeah, do a yeah, thing, yeah. not, like, well, a franchise. Fast food is American. Yeah. So well,
2: maybe it'll change and we'll get some more...
0: Pretty cool. If international.
2: I'd be yeah. down for that.
0: Imagine, like, some African fucking fast food cuisine where it's, That'd like... kind of cool. Like, the... Or Indian,
2: just, like, chutneys and, yeah. like, stews and breads you can yeah. sop it up with. Or, like, yeah, a curry exactly. spot. Yeah, yeah. Totally. See? And like, those are, like, easy things to do as take away fast right. food yeah like that really easy yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah big
0: pot yeah. yeah
1: but we're gonna try this Tahoe cookies anyway
2: <laughs> so Pablo yeah. Escobar took us there Yeah. And now here we are we got hyper focused yeah. into cheese
0: yeah <laughs> it was crazy oh my though. god
1: if I was plotting my conspiracy if I was like putting the red tape to my conspiracy theory I would do it on Pablo Escobar I would know I would do it on this Tony Montana at Pablo Escobar combo you know, just like
4: mm-hmm.
2: these people, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's all connected. Stringing the strings between the pictures. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so this is White Tahoe Cookies, creative, happy, relaxed, twenty percent sativa, eighty percent indica, skunky, spicy, mint. Ooh. Ooh.
0: Right. Have you guys had White Tahoe to Cookies the before?
2: To smell. Yes.
0: It's pretty yeah. common, right? I'm pretty it sure is, it's a yeah. GSC. Um,
2: it does smell kind of crazy.
0: I'm pretty sure it's a Girl Scout cookies, like,
2: I think type. so. I think strain most of the cookies package. are. Yeah. I, yeah I think Tahoe OG. Oh, that makes sense. Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> if it was
0: called cookies. Yeah, I
2: yeah. think I think Girl Scout cookies is, like, the, the mother mom. strain for all of the cookies sub-strains. Yeah. Pretty much. Ooh, um,
1: this will probably bring us down. Mm -hmm. This will be a nice come
0: down. I can read it. Read Read it. Read it. it, Read it. it, Percy Bowl. Yes, yes, yes. Socially accepted. (laughs) Socially thumbs up. You're good. Okay, uh, white (laughs) Tahoe. Yeah, consent. consent. Uh, White Tahoe cookies is a triple power indica dominant strain. Off the bat, what does triple Triple power power mean? (laughs) The breeding is a blend. Oh, duh. Is this the parents? The breeding is a blend of the white Tahoe OG and Girl Scout cookies. Mm, this strain has a gorgeous appearance. With aromas of earthy hash and nutty citrus, the flavor is sweet with tastes of tree fruit and herbs. The high of white Tahoe cookies comes almost immediately as your, after your first toke. This strain is a creative strain. As your mind soars and brings on a relaxing body buzz, you might find yourself a little giggly. Great for a stay-at-home date, you could snuggly up and enjoy a pr- little private time with this fun and sedative strain. That's a weird sentence. Great for a stay-at-home <laughs> date, you could snuggly up and enjoy a little private time.
2: That's just cute. That, a stoner wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> for real. I like how that tastes. Yeah, and I me, like too. How that hits
1: me too. Me too. That it like I got to say, Evan, the this combo that you got, this this trio good, Solid.
2: super great. Super nice. great
1: trio. Oh, I was ready. Um <laughs> Yeah, this is like the perfect like meow But
0: like, like I said before, team. the white like it's really easy to smoke. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> Good job. but uh it's really easy to get lost in just putting this back into the grinder and just fucking loading it up And just i going. believe
2: yeah it. i like this i would a just lot. want to keep
1: going yeah me too for sure that's really nice okay wow. magic, time, okay, magic time so do we think this is different than from the soil i don't know or maybe they're
2: connected now you know like maybe it's like an additional farm holding and so they're just like sharing branding
0: i feel like this is a personal observation but i feel like from the soil like from the soil weed is always really like moist and like sticky Mm -hmm. whereas this stuff is a lot more dry and less yeah yeah
2: different yeah curing growing team so i
0: feel like there definitely might be Hmm. a difference in there
2: Cool. Well, that's awesome. Okay, well, let's talk about who we're gonna who we talked to today because uh, we had an awesome conversation. Yeah, we did with Beth Van Elswick. Van of uh, Hemp Huntress and Hoy Paloy and hoy Paloy.
0: <coughs>
2: <coughs> Bless you. Sneeze tape. And yeah, we just get into uh, like where she came from, the awesome experience that she's had doing, like, guerrilla marketing. <laughs> and, uh... Gosh. I don't it know. was so we good. It was
1: so good. She just gave us... No, I don't.
0: Here, I I'll, I'll talk about her because I was in the background. She was really knowledgeable and had a lot of experience. Uh, we you. talked about her being one of the like OGs in yeah, the business. We you, always love talking about or talking to the elders. Totally. We called her a wise elder woman of You're the so right. high, council. Thank uh, you. high council.
1: You're right. Thank you, Evan. Yeah. Thanks Good for job. listening. Thanks, producer. That's, <laughs> that's exactly why we have Evan. <laughs> Um. Uh, so yeah, we, this conversation just like really touched my heart. I don't know. Yeah. I love talking uh, yeah, to her. I did
2: too. It was so
1: good. So I hope you guys also enjoy this conversation. Load yourself some magic time. I feel like this weed also kind of ties into magic time. Yeah. Isn't that what Hoy ho- 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 po- is it Hoy 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 Isn't that what their slogan was? It, uh... She says it. She she will say no, it. it called, but it was something about, about making collabing? magic. Oh. oh, you're right. Oh,
2: she did say something about magic. Okay. Oh, well, we're well you'll to listen to it. In minute. Minute.
1: Yeah, in a couple minutes.
2: And you'll be like, here, that's what they were talking s- about. Friggin' stoners. Okay.
1: <laughs> anyway, I hope you enjoy. It was great. We love Beth, and you will too.
2: Welcome, everybody, to the session. We have Beth Van elswick here with us, the renowned hemp huntress Ooh-hoo. here in the Pacific Northwest. Hi, Beth. Welcome to the
4: show. Hello, and thank you so much for having me. And man, bravo on that uh, pronunciation of my last name. Yes,
2: yeah. nice. <laughs> Nailed nice. it. Damn. I, have a, I have a tough first name, so I always like to try to make sure that I like get people's names right, because I'm tired of people mispronouncing my first name, so I like <laughs> <laughs> overcompensate. <laughs> <laughs> but good, I'm glad I got it. Hey, We
1: are so excited to have you on the show today. We met um, through Tokativity of course, of course. And we just, I have fallen in love with you over social media. I think what you post is so fun and I'm jealous of you living on the coast. (laughs) And so I think I just, I think I live vicariously through you. Um, But yeah, I'm super excited to sesh with you today.
4: Yeah, no, this is great. And you know, I'm glad that it comes across fun on social media. I think you know we've got enough stressors in the world and in this industry in general that we deal with on a regular basis. So the more more we can you know have fun as we educate and share and and take on um, you know creating change in the world, better because it is fun. I mean it's a challenge, but I mean what's not fun about making the world a better place? You know. So true. Yeah. So true.
2: Indeed. I know.
1: Um, so, before we get too deep in this, let's yeah. spark something up, All shall right. we? Um, we over here have a Sauce Boss Terp Twisters. They're pr- uh, Loud and Proud Pride Edition. It's Love a Pride it.
2: themed. Yeah, they're yeah. special edition for June. Woo-hoo.
1: Very cool. Super cute.
2: Yeah, and their Turp Twisters are nice. They're like infused pre rolls, and mm-hmm. but. I often find infused pre rolls don't burn very well, but these ones are excellent. Oh, good! uh, Because the product is like mixed throughout the joint instead of just like painted on the outside or whatever.
4: Nice. I will have to check those out. How about you guys? My my new Special K piece here.
1: Yes, love Special K. Blows in the dark.
4: I love seeing Becky on there more. Yeah, Becky's been on the they feed more. And I'm like, oh, now I'm spending more money.
1: <laughs> <laughs> His and rap that he has, I don't know if you guys follow Special K or Ashleen. if you follow him, but they made a rap song for Special K and it's really, really good. Oh, oh
2: my gosh. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's so oh, beautiful. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes, wow. I just
4: heard that, that new rap about Bob. Uh,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah,
1: it's catchy.
4: So, yeah, and I've got a little, uh. Little lemon meringue here for uh, my sativa because I like the um, I'm a big fan of lemon um, and the citrus flavors. And then the lemon meringue, this particular cultivar um, also has a little bit of CBG in it, which for Mm. me, yeah, a little CBG THC on the sativa side. Um, It's definitely a fun, happy head high. And I thought that's perfect for today for us.
2: Exactly, Yay. I love it's, that. I know. CBG.
1: I actually, this is the second time someone has talked to me about CBG today. Oh, crazy, randomly enough. Yeah, to I'm
4: still learning. Th-
2: you know, yeah. I've, what's that too? Maybe their leg is magically CBG oh in my this gosh. in this joint too. Let's
4: see. <gasps> yeah, for me, it oh, no. really oh, my gosh. puts a smile on my face. I tried an edible the other day that was CBG and THC, and <clears throat> and again, it's a. I don't know, it's a smiley, I'm I'm not the technical educational term, but I'm calling it (laughs) smiley cannabinoid. I love
2: that. Totally. Just like Uh, uh, CBN
4: is my sleepy cannabinoid. Mm.
2: Yeah. Yeah, according to the contents here, not a ton of CBG, um, but it says 0.89%. So it's not non-existent. That's interesting.
4: Um, but I and think, then you know, a little bit is
2: 1.2%. Bit, hmm.
4: yeah, a little bit can go, you know, and that's what we're learning. I love seeing more details on, on uh, labels or when, you know, people share more details because that entourage effect, you know, we thought we were all cool when we knew the entourage effect was more than THC and terpenes. Oh, it's a lot more than just THC and terpenes. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot going on in this, in this plant that is just, Magical. I mean, it just, you know, it's it's botany, um, it's science, and it's magic all combined. It's just amazing. Oh,
1: my gosh. I just got full body chills when you said that. So, facts. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Beth. So, give us a little bit of history about yourself, because I don't really know much about you. Um, Where did your cannabis journey start?
4: So, my cannabis journey, um, you know, started... Recreationally, um, as a redneck, I grew up in Pennsylvania, <laughs> and I am proud to say my first um, toking experience was out of a corn cob pipe. Yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> that's cool. You know, and and um, you know, it was a great experience. And right now, it's easy. You know, we laugh and we talk about it. But I was in high school and as well as being a, a pretty great experience it it was also a time gosh that's back in the 80s when dare was around and mm. it was wasn't quite reefer madness but they were still teaching that uh the government was teaching that you know it was evil mm. and uh just you know, say no. you're gonna get raped at parties if you smoke marijuana and cannabis and and so it also my eyes to wait a minute. Uh, they're lying, <laughs> you
3: know. Um, right.
4: It was one of those big aha moments of oh, we got to educate ourselves on things, mm-hmm. or look at where you know intention is coming when people educate. Mm-hmm. And so that started me down the road on on you know questioning a lot of things and cannabis through high school, college. Um, you know, definitely college was. You know, my best friends, we joke, we were the Mary and Juana gang. Um, so it was a big, big part of my life uh, till now. And it's the one libation, if we want to call it that, that never caused me any issues. I mean, other than the illegality of it, um, you know, alcohol caused me issues. Some other uh, libations from the 80s. Yeah, not going to ever touch those again. <laughs> Uh, where cannabis, and that's where I, I, you know, again, learned the difference over the years between drugs and plants uh, and cannabis and pills and, and really, you know, alcohol, all those things really taking an educational stance and looking around at what was going on. Um, you know, and through college, it was easier to, to learn more. You know, you're already in that environment, so you start digging around and finding out some more truth. And I got active in normal. That was my first activism, uh, was working with normal. And when I moved to Colorado, I was really active with normal. Uh, really was this in the 80s still or in the, in 90s. the 90s? Yeah, going okay. into the 90s. Uh, was, was active with them. And, and it was great because there's a lot of education that came from normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, high times was as it is now, you know, centerfolds. Take that for what it is. You know, yeah. I mean, it it was one of the only things out there. Um, I'm really happy to see things like Vanguard Media, you know, and and, uh Sensei very different uh materials that are out there than Mm -hmm. Centerfold. Um so (laughs) I mean, hey, hats off to the people that stepped in the ring early, but I'm I'm really proud of where we're at now. Totally. So uh and you know and Life comes along, and I was able to, um, I've always been an entrepreneur, so I, you know, I, after college ran a, a body art studio in Colorado, one of the first female-owned and operated tattoo and piercing parlors in the country. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's still there. Cool. Go visit Bound by Design if you're in, in Denver, Colorado, on East Colfax. Go in there. I think Patrick... Uh, he was our manager. He's the owner, I believe now still go in and check it out. A lot of history. A
1: lot of of good
4: times, a lot of good times. So that's where I got, you know, a lot of my, uh, entrepreneurial, uh, experience, you know, And, and in a unique industry that government doesn't like it was illegal. We had to work through the legality, had to work through the health issues, uh, was almost preparing me for something. That's <laughs> so
2: interesting. Wow. Right? That's so
4: cool. <clears throat> wow. And then for a while, I did, you know, give me the 60000 you I did the, the corporate thing for a while. Um, I've, I've worked small businesses. I, you know, and then I worked Panasonic. And consumer electronics was a lot of fun because I like toys. Um, and, and learned, you know, that, oh, entrepreneur and business, you know, I'm pretty good at it. And as soon as, uh, you know, you got the recession that hit, jobs were hard to come by, as soon as it went legal, uh, met somebody and we were like, let's do something. Let's do something. It's legal. We've got to get into this. Uh, So, yeah, as soon as it went legal in Oregon, I at first started out doing some promotions and and helping uh, dispensaries kind of do grand openings because you couldn't do traditional marketing. And. I had experience with guerrilla marketing, uh, with a business that, uh, you couldn't do traditional marketing with and ended up running that dispensary that I helped the grand opening with for almost two years.
3: Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. It
4: was cool. I mean, talk about getting your, your experience. Um, you know, I got to real. jump right in and manage a store through legalization. Um, and, and through growth, uh, learning my own chops of, you know, bringing traditional business experience in is important, mm-hmm. um, but it only goes so far because we are a different culture. Mm-hmm. Um, we just are. And, and you shake your head because you know, right? And that's kind of, <laughs> kind of hard to explain to some newer mm-hmm. folks that in the country might be listening, but, but uh, it's kind of one of those things that you feel and you know. And if, if you're listening to this podcast now in a state where it's about to go legal, or it's bit, or it's still illegal, and you're sitting in your job and and it's not feeling right, <laughs> uh, and you know that there's something else you want to be doing, you might find that feeling that we've all found in this industry, where innovation is welcome, collaboration is welcome, uh, seeking solutions like uh, eco sustainability is welcome. These are these yeah. are business discussions in our industry. They're not costs. They're not things to circle around or avoid. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, and that's what I mean about, you know, that feeling we get uh, doing what we do. So, um, yeah. So anyway, got my chops into that. And then when hemp went legal, my real passion, and I, do, uh, I am the hemp hunter's obviously I enjoy my libation. I I love my cannabis. I, I really, really love plant medicine in general. Um, and when I started learning about CBD and realized my goodness, not only can this plant feed you, clothe you, house you, fuel your cars, but now it can help you live a healthier life and be a medicine. And I just jumped right in. Um, to everything hemp. I had studied hemp before from uh, a Doug, Doug Fine. Uh, I really encourage everybody to read his stuff. Of course, Jack Hare, our great Jack Herr, um, you know, I knew about hemp and thought I knew a lot about hemp, and I still don't know a lot about hemp from where I live. And so I, I did brokered hemp for a few years, brokered seed, um, brokered hemp deals when it was the wild, wild west, and there oh, weren't a lot so of regulations. and I'm going to sound sexist, but uh, being a woman, I maintain my integrity. I maintain my honesty when you didn't have to. Um, And those that are in the first years of hemp or the first years of cannabis know what I mean. There was nobody there to regulate and enforce your honesty and your integrity. So there were many, many that took advantage of that, cashed out early or they are who they are. Um, I hope they're happy, uh, I doubt it. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> yeah. And again, I, 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 got my chops on, you know, building really amazing relationships with the other individuals that were in this for that reason for, Hey, we can have, you know, an agricultural industry that, that helps the world. We can, we can work on plant medicine. We can work on hemp We can really work on a new style of agricultural economy. Um, And those people just fire me up. I mean, and and when you ladies, when you talk on your podcast and it gets me fired up because (laughs) it's real, right. It's genuine. It's not, it's not, and I understand business. You got to know your ROI, but that's not passion. You know, that's just, that is going to come. We know it's going to come because of what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And I love that about the people I chose to work with in the industry and the people I choose to support and hang out with in the industry. Cause it's, you know, there's the joke of brokers and, you know, the clowns and the liars and thieves out there for sure. Uh, but there's also man, the support and community, right? I mean, look at it like, wow, years of support, Mm -hmm. years of support. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so, and they're
1: only getting stronger, so. Yeah,
4: that's exactly, awesome. yeah. exactly. And that's where we're all, you know, I think we're all at is, as, you know, here we are, and I've rambled on about year, years of cannabis and hemp experience. There's probably 300 million people in this country that have zero hemp and cannabis experience. And we're, we're like, oh, man, we put in five, six years. They're like, wow, there's this new exciting thing coming. And now that's our opportunity. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what brings me to Hoi ploy But now that's our opportunity is to advise to help people. Um, you know, with all that stuff that, that we've been through and that we've learned. It's time to to give back and and just expand and support the people that want to bring integrity forth, want to bring innovation, and want to focus on, yeah, doing things a better way.
2: Hell yes. Hell <laughs> okay, I rambled. Oh, yes. No, thank you. I love you. that. I'm so here for it. And I'm so happy that there are people like you who have, you know, your experience and your energy. And you're the one who is advising the next come up of business people in this industry. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, that's awesome to me. Cause I feel like you have this way of bringing kind of a feminine thought into this masculine, like, business space. Mm-hmm. As far as, you know, just, it's like what you were just talking innovation. about, yeah, looking for like the innovation and creativity instead of like just trying to go be in it for the money or just trying yeah. to like muscle your way through it, you know that' mm-hmm. that's, that's not how that's not the industry that any of us want to have, you yeah. know, yeah, and like the more people that we talk to, the more we see that there are people who have your and our mindset about mm-hmm. it, so it's just so exciting to see that that is going to be like. The prevailing energy coming yeah. through the cannabis industry. If yeah. we, I mean, if we all rise up and decide to yeah. support each other, which yeah. we are, yeah. so yeah. fucking yeah, <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. And like I said, for for some of us that have been around, it seems like a long time, but it's just getting started. So the more we we start out on this this strong foot in states that are coming on board. Uh, just talking to somebody today about Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, July 1st is a, a big celebration day, but retail really won't start till
1: 2024.
4: Yeah. So my view there is, is I guess, two views, the reality, right. We all go, oh man, that's two years. where are big corpse going to go in there, government regulations and this and that. But let's remember us, those of us that have been in Oregon, Colorado, I'm calling you out. Washington, I'm calling you out. <laughs> California, you got your own battles. I know. <laughs> right? California's got some rough battles to take care of yourself. Yeah. Stuff. yeah Oregon, w- uh, Colorado folks, Washington folks, let's help Virginia folks. Let's reach out to those people and say, hey, you know what? I can give you an edge on those big corp. I can give, rather than advising big corp and getting paid big money, I'll take less money and help uh, a mom and pop shop any day. That's what the Hoi totally right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. The people. Hoi Ploi means the people. So that's why we uh, called our company Hoi Advisors. And that's what we're looking to do is, all right, Virginia and other states, if you, you've got the time, let's talk to you about how you meet your politicians and work with them to help with regulations. Don't be afraid of it. Here's how you plan for that, that business so that you can be self-sufficient because you're probably not going to get a loan. Um, you probably are going to be up against big corp. It's going to try and undersell you. Uh, but mm-hmm. here's what you can do with integrity. Here's what labels you can bring forth. Here's what information, you know, we can really help mm-hmm. them get a leg up from what we've learned. Um, and that's what I'm hoping to do is, is, you know, not only help locals get, unstuck or or get started but there's a lot of people a lot of people and I believe there's more people like us than we realize that are like if you show me a way I can pay my bills and not have to sell my soul let's do it you know and we can stay absolutely yeah Yeah. and that's like weed people
2: that's you know weed people are like that that's why like this big business has you know we need to kind of figure out their right place yeah because yeah Ugh. it's the the weed people get it, they're down to support each other, but it's yes. the the suits and ties who, who can want to swoop
1: it, swoop in yeah. and take it yeah. but yeah. i don't I don't think that they can take all of it no, I think there's no. always gonna be a place no. for us people, like actual people, yeah. mm-hmm. because going to Walmart at like a Walmart weed store sounds actually awful yes. awful. So, like, I already have qualms with going to the weed store now, but, like, going to some automated Mm -hmm. system where even if it's, like, online, you purchase something or I'm not actually have any interaction with the person or the cannabis or the product at all, like that's just not the way I want to live. And I don't think that's the way that anybody should be purchasing their cannabis is through a computer. Yeah. Anyway.
4: And that's why we want to make sure we, you know, even like you're saying they, they can't have it all. So even if we help some of these newer States or, or more um, rural areas have a really quality location that they can go to that, mm-hmm. you know, that'll create that ripple effect. As long as there is that mom and pop next to that Walmart, as long as there is that choice, there will always be people that will choose that mom and pop. Yeah, there will always be people that will choose highest THC for the lowest dollar. Bless okay. those people. I I, I, I can talk to them, i green in the face, so <laughs> to speak. Bless those people. <laughs> or what do the Southerners just say? Uh, uh, bless their heart. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> But there are people that do want to know when we say the entourage effect that we don't mean that show on HBO. Right? <laughs> there's, there's, you know, there's a whole effect to this. Um, and, you know, I try and find analogies like, uh, you know, wine connoisseurs. Mm-hmm. Are you really okay drinking Mad Dog if you want a Pinot Noir? Well, right. uh, do you really want that, you know, $2 gram or... Do you maybe want to find out what terpene, was it mm. indoor? Was it sun-grown? Um, does that matter? Yes. yes. Why? You, <laughs> know, you know, do you want to know these things um, just like you would with a wine? And that is why there are some wines that are $1,000 a bottle mm-hmm. and hey. There is some good Trader Joe's three buck Chuck pot out there. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but but it is what it is. Let's give them that education, and I think as long as we keep sharing, collaborating, um, and and moving forward, that piece of the pie we get. And um, Jennifer Axel always talks about build build the table. You know, build that other half of the table. Don't ask. We don't need to ask for a seat at the table if we're building half. Of. So yeah, I I love that. Yeah. So it's, you know, let's, let's work together and build that half the table and and let's even make it out of, you know, sustainable materials. And I don't know, be an example.
2: Yeah, totally. And there's also that element of like support. Like if you, if you, what am I trying to say? I'm trying to say, (laughs) (laughs) sorry, I just got really stoned. (laughs)
4: Like, (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> if you people who shop at the walmart of weed don't su- don't really care to support the craft right. growers right mm-hmm. but if you're a person if you i mean can, i'm gonna use this like term now but like if you're a weed person mm-hmm. yeah. who supports the craft of growing weed you're not going to walmart of weed to buy it right probably yeah. so yeah. yeah continuing to support those being those people and continuing to smart support those smaller farms will be able to continue
1: yeah, you know, the legacy. And if the bud tenders have proper education, yes. they will sell totally. so much yes. fucking yes. Yes. weed. Yes. If they actually know what they're talking about, and I know there are bud tenders out there that do know what they're talking about, and bless you, we love you, keep on keeping on. But there are people who should be working at the Walmart of weed, selling weed, and just...
2: Through the vending machine. Through the
1: vending machine yeah. and yeah. losing so much money. Like I know that I, I have left a store and not spent the amount of money that I would have because mm-hmm. of the experience. Yes. Like I would have dropped – I could have dropped fat stacks. But since this is super uncomfortable and you don't know what you're talking about, I'm just going to get something and leave and go somewhere else.
4: You and know. And that's where sometimes, you know, and I'll throw out the business language to all the dispensary owners out there right now. I'm going to do a shameless plug for our friend Heather uh, Dagley with Bud and Blossom, who can come into your store and help you train your bud tenders. And why you want to do that from a bottom line standpoint is what you just said. I guarantee your sales go up. Sometimes Mm -hmm. we do forget to tell them the obvious, which is, yes, your bottom line is going to increase. Because to us, it's common sense. Of course, your bottom line is going to increase if people are educated with customer service and helping people with their adult use medicine. And you should assume adult use medicine choice rather than recreational because you do not know what someone may be suffering from and they may not want to tell you. So let's present education. And, yes, it is that that minor supportive investment to a female who can educate the bud tenders in a wonderful way and support the customers like Heather Dagley. Um,
1: <laughs> we love Heather, we
4: here. Love Heather. We, I know, right? And that's what I'm saying. It, it, I'm the, I cannot wait for stores to experience like having that support of education, watching what happens and also watch the demographic of who comes into your dispensary expand greatly for sure. Education.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking that while you were talking, I was like if you can have people on your staff who are well educated and know how to talk to an older generation who has disposable income and aches and pains and they want something that will fix them, those are the people who are willing to spend big bucks on the stuff that works. You know, yes. they're they just want to know that they're talking to somebody who knows what they're talking about, who can answer their questions right. and yep. Yeah, yeah, all of this, 100%. and the consistency.
4: I, I do, you know, I like seeing, and and that's one thing we need to share with farms going forward too, as farms and product makers, is uh, consistency. It is an agricultural product, but the more consistent mm-hmm. you can keep your crop, the more consistent you can keep your product, because there are people that they do find that that terpene mix or that cultivar. Mm-hmm that is a micro dose on a daily basis that changes their life. And, and when it's not there, it's, it's hard to supplement. Again, that's where a good bud tender can help you supplement and sell that Mm -hmm. products back, but consistency is important because we're getting to that point where, yes, absolutely. I mean, I love being an I'm 52 and I do not take any pharmaceuticals, no aspirins, no nothing. I am, you know, and that you don't need anything medically for pharmaceuticals. But even in this country, just two decades ago, if you were 52, it's kind of expected you're on something, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, um, for sure. Oh, yeah. But if, if I have arthritis coming on, well, one, I'm going to look at, you know, we look at our diet and everything, but I'm going to use a CBD top. I'm going to look at my CBD intake and, you know work with people to become educated on how can I handle it that way? I'm not going to mask my pain with a pill. Um, Because we've become educated now to go, no, don't mask that pain. Find Mm -hmm. out what's causing the pain and let's relieve the symptom.
2: (laughs) Right? Right? Crazy concept.
1: Oh my gosh. It's like no one ever thought of that before. (laughs)
4: Oh, or, or for about a thousand years or so, and until yeah. big business decided <laughs> that pills did. and chemicals were money.
1: Yeah, exactly.
4: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you think um, home grow is going to be really important as states move legal? I know there's st- some states are allowing it, some aren't. Um, and I'm wondering if, you know, that might be a really big piece to where we can get more people to understand the plant is if they have an opportunity to grow it at home.
1: I think it's a huge, a huge piece of legalization going forward. I mean, I think the sustainability of it would be mm-hmm. amazing. And, like, we can't do it here in Washington yet unless you're a medical um have a medical card. And it's just like we keep, I don't know why we can't. I think it's probably just money,
2: it's traceability. <laughs>
1: Is that oh. what they're saying? Like, it is,
2: yeah. That's what they're saying. It is. It's traceability, youth access, and uh, black market. I'm over shit. it. Yeah, over. I mean, it. this was probably three years that I last t- tapped in, or maybe two years that I last tapped into that. So they- there could be new reasons and new chatter whether yeah. we get home grow, but yeah. those were the reasons. A we need to call
1: or if you live in Washington. We need to call your representatives and tell them that home grow is important to you because. Yeah, we need to be talking
4: about and, that. And and, that's, and I'll, I'll reach out uh, to a few people. Honestly, that is my, I will own my bad. I did not know Washington was still in the no hunger. I get my Oregon bubble. Woof.
1: I, I know I get it. we live you know, in Vancouver my, plants on my deck I'm in an Oregon <sighs> <writing> bubble <laughs> I yeah what a beautiful bubble to be in <laughs> you no know, Washington needs to allow yeah
4: okay yeah so you do, yeah and you know I do think yeah. but
1: I also there was I was working at a farmer's market a couple years ago and there was a farmer next door or ne- at the booth next to me and he was talking about wanting to open a business where he would go to people's houses and like start uh, their own like their um, garden. That's cool. Yeah. And just like tell them how to make do it and stuff. And I was like, that's friggin' brilliant. You yep. should go do that. I feel like more people would be willing to pay you to start it than we would be willing would. to yeah. put
2: in the effort of like DIY, you know, I love maintaining a garden. I'm like, Adam, Adam likes to put it in and he doesn't have time to maintain. I like to do the weeding yeah. and the harvesting. <laughs> and
1: like It works out. So if we can transfer that to the cannabis or the hemp industry, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. people could come and start your, you know, start your plants and then teach you how to like like a puppy training,
4: yeah. No, yeah. you no, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <sighs> so I'm going to do another shameless plug because I've been Please, with for Plug years. away, Emily uh, Google from Infinity uh, Nursery, who also works uh, with East Fork cultivars. Mm. Right, love mm-hmm. them. We all go mm, talk <laughs> about you. Sorry, shamelessly, I I, I I do not work for them. They are not a client. They are, I believe. The standard. I, I really think from again from the start they chose integrity. They chose to be the best they could always be in looking at it as a medicine for adult use. I right, since they chose the medicine, we gotta be careful of our words. But anyway, just Eastport Cold tomorrow Thank you. Yeah, Thank hell yeah. Hell um, But yeah, so Emily works and has a company, it's a grow it from home and you can order your hemp plants And she has information on there of how to grow. And I know personal plants down in California, Amanda uh, is looking to do the same thing with cannabis, be able to ship them out. But I love the idea of then, yeah, having somebody locally that Mm -hmm. can come by and, you know, help you uh, look over everything. And it's not not as hard. And what's great, and, you know, what I learned with HomeGrow is – I was afraid to do it because I'm not a green thumb. I mm-hmm. I tell people shamelessly, I'm a disruptive capitalist. That's what I am. <laughs> so, green thumb was not my thing. But Emily's like, oh, it's like growing tomatoes. And I'm like, oh, even I can grow tomatoes. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't kidding. I mean, yeah. so that's deep to learn, right? That it's not, you don't. It literally
2: have... grows like a weed.
4: It yeah, it literally
2: grows like a weed. It's, you don't have to do anything. <laughs> you, know what? If you don't she... want to.
4: You know what she said, and it was one of those aha moments, and I love you ladies, because you're going to do the same thing I do, but she said, Beth, you do know this plant's been around for a thousand years, and you didn't even need humans, and it's so-
1: right? Right. Oh, yes. uh, <laughs> right? Duh. Hello. Uh, well, they don't even need us. It, no. The plant does not need us.
4: Um, so you know we overthink it and we, we bought Never into that that spending <laughs> yeah. culture right
3: mm-hmm. and
4: you know again bless the people that need five different lights 20 different chemicals and five different processes right cool
2: and they grow beautiful weed right you know
4: absolutely thank you i love that i have a hemp plant sitting in the same Type of planter as my tomato plant growing (laughs) on my deck, and I get to see how this plant grows. I get to, gosh, you fall in love with the flowers. I never understood why people like were a little sad at harvest. I'm like, it's a plant. What's now? I'm like, oh my god, I gotta harvest my babies, right? (laughs) right.
2: Yeah, right? Totally. Totally. It's
4: like, whoa. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we need to support you guys in Washington and anybody else. Let us know. Let's, yeah. Because I think I do. I really, the more and more I think about it, it's like sometimes I get focused on business because that's my job. But that home grow piece, um, I think is really important for that hands-on education, every human at home, at their own pace, at their own understanding, from grandma gardener to, you know, a kid. And yes, Mm -hmm. it's a kid. Your kid is not going to get hurt growing him. We're cannabis. <laughs> um, you know, and we have plenty of farmers that have beautiful family pictures uh, with their mm-hmm. kids out in the fields. So, yeah, I'd like, I, I hope we get past whatever, yeah, whatever the reason is, if it's fear or ignorance or whatever. Both, yeah. It is, Bo-
2: It'll happen. It'll happen eventually.
1: Another piece to like the home grow as I, I was thinking about as you were talking was um just getting back into relationship with the plant. Mm-hmm. Like if we if Walmart of weed is the future, we are going to lose complete relationship with the plant and it's going to turn into beef, you know, mm-hmm. like packaged meat and it's not, we're like not going to think about where it comes from. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to disconnect from it and it's probably not going to do us – any good if we lose connection to like our personal relationship with the plant. So it's like, I think yeah. we need to grow it in our own homes to keep the relationship because humans and cannabis are so it like, so intertwined anyway. Yeah. It's like, we need to make sure that we keep cultivating the, you know, the relationship with like the actual plant itself.
2: And I think we oh, can extend that makes- to food. Yeah, I think I'll you can extend guess. that to food in general. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. just to, to uh, vegetables. Even, totally. You know, or fucking to growing some strawberries. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's it's awesome growing something and seeing it. Yeah. Come to life and seeing it fruit and like watching the life cycle. Yeah, yeah. And we totally have lost out on that. Yeah. So yeah, bringing the home grow back.
4: Yeah, I think too the 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 funny thing I said I learned too with um just being in hemp and growing. And then Doug Fine talks more and more about it. I never thought I'd be a geek about soil. Totally. But, <laughs> totally. <laughs> but oh, my goodness, um, our planet's in trouble with soil, um, which is another reason why I don't care what kind of hemp you grow, just throw it in the damn ground. Get totally. hemp in the ground. Uh, Bill Gates, if you don't want know what to do with those million acres uh, just throw, I don't care the worst seed, whatever, just throw it in the ground, get the carbon going, get the soil mm-hmm. cleaning. We have the solution because whew, that problem is horrendous. I, yeah. again, Oregon bubble, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. I traveled to Southern Oregon, the soils a beautiful, you know, colors and, and then I traveled around the country and I was like, wow, wow. Wow.
3: And I never looked
4: down at soil like that until I started in Hammond. You just, I don't know, it wasn't something that I would think about. And then I started understanding the ecosystem of that. And again, it's like, there's so much positive. We have these really simple solutions. We just got to get, get people to see them, that they are affordable. They are business smart. They are human smart and it's, you know, regenerative,
1: That's what I don't get. It seems like hemp and cannabis is the easiest answer to everyone's problems. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I don't understand why. Well, I guess I do understand why, why because reality, but I like to live in my own bubble. (laughs) But I'm like, fuck you guys. Like, I have the answer. The answer is cannabis, is hemp, you know? And I'm like, y'all are just. Let me move over. Let me yeah. take, let me take a
4: <laughs> Well, the, and well, if we, that's what we talk about, like collaboration and working together because we've just got to keep being the example and kind of mm-hmm. pushing those old systems out of the way. And, and it's hard. It's, you know, I, I give an example that is, I guess, kind of like brutal truth. We celebrate, we see statistics of opioid deaths down. Opioid uh, overdoses. Uh, it's what, averaging 20 to 30% in the legalized states, the, the opioid overdoses. How can you not celebrate that? Well, right. companies like Bayer, companies like, you know, probably Johnson, I, I don't know all of them, but right. all these companies that make opioids, they just took a 30% loss in profits, basically. So that's what we're up against is something that, again, is very obvious. How could you be against that? Well, when it's that big of a fight, So (laughs) they're just, you know, the hits are coming and they're either going to have to plan for it or they're just going to have to take them. Cause I don't think, I think that we've got the long run on this one. We'll lose, you know, I think we'll lose a a few small battles with the acreage holdings and, and those yahoos out there. But I really do think the long-term win is ours. As long as we collaborate. And I do too. Together, I do too. You know.
2: That's the sense that I get for sure. Yeah. yeah.
1: Because we do have the answers. Yes. I feel like. like we, sorry. We do have the answers. You do. And yes. want to <laughs> save everybody. Like, na nana, nana boo boo. You got to come. You yeah. got to come work with us. You know, like. Oh, sorry. You know, like. <laughs> Sorry about it. Like, hemp will fix literally everything. We can build literally everything with hemp. We can save (laughs) everyone's homeless problem with hemp buildings. We can feed them. We can, you know, like, there's just like every problem comes down to it. Fires
4: are about to start hitting. Hemp is fireproof. Why do we not have grants going to? Are areas that get hit every year. Every year, I don't know if people know this, but every year, every fire- year, every year, oh, yeah,
2: it's fireproof. I've seen. I them, didn't know that. Yeah, I've seen so, videos of them trying to torch it with like a <laughs> fucking propane blowtorch, and it just like smolders. It just yeah. like is ash a little How? bit. So why yeah.
4: not build? Why not do some research? And I don't, yeah. I don't even know if you can do Henk Creek firewalls, but at least some buildings where people could come back to something. Or let's right. start doing that research. Why? Like what? I'm, I'm like you. I know the
3: answer.
4: But again, I'm still going to say, why? Why yeah, aren't we yeah. doing basic common
2: sense? Right. You well, know? I feel like for all of the damage that the reefer, ma- reefer badness reefer? <laughs> propaganda did, we just need to make our own pro-cannabis propaganda and start yeah. flooding it all over, which I yeah. think people are also trying to do. But we'll just, you know, ramp it up and make it something yeah. crazy. That's facts. That's I don't know. True. I don't know what it is like yet. That. We're going to figure it out. <laughs> Cannabis propaganda coming to you from the chronic gal studios. <laughs> share it with your friends.
4: You know, I Make, think it's also Change your mom's mind.
1: Yeah,
4: <laughs> it is. It's the simple things of sharing, right? Like you said, share it with your friends, share it with your family. And, and like, when I talk about collaboration, it's even like ages, you know, there's, there's always, oh, totally. you know, I was, I was the slacker back in the day as a Gen Xer and, and, you know, everybody likes to pick on millennials or Gen Z or this. And I'm like, we got innovation. It's like the idea is that we mentor together, we work together. And that, again, I think that's kind of the, it's, it's those, see, now I'm stoned. It's those <laughs> things that, that scare the systems that are in place. When they see mm-hmm. that it's not a, a bashing of each other, but a coming together of each other, that scares people. Not oh, us, yeah, but yeah. that scares oh, people yeah. that want to Capital be. Capital they. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Oh my But it's gosh. like control. you not understand? This is the generation of blockchain and crypto. You all do not understand that centralization and control is already done. It's done. Mm. So it's, it's worth there, but it's going to be a long one. I love Everybody's
1: got to help out. I love We're back. going
4: to get into
2: it and make it happen.
4: Yeah.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just like so blessed that you and Trista Oakle and Amy are like, I'm going to call you elders. but like you know like you guys are the people who learn the experiences so we don't have to have 30 years of what you had to go through to innovate like we can learn the good things from you Mm -hmm. and innovate the process now like i'm just very grateful that you guys are here to help guide us through you know i think just yeah thanks Totally, um, elders yeah.
2: with a capital E, with like all of the respect of yeah. the the ages, of yeah the, the Sham, you know <laughs> the the elders, yeah the council, of yeah
4: elders. yeah. <laughs> hey, it's it's how we elevate. It's it's a sharing of stories. It's you know, and we talk about you know, oh we're we're taking down the patriarchy or we're doing this or that. At the same time, look at how they got there, you know. Mm. And it it is you got it. We got to give the patriarchy credit for the loyalty to each other, for the bro culture. Um, They have, you know, something that we are now seeing. Like I said, Mm -hmm. rather than women competing with each other, no, we don't compete with each other. We collaborate. I don't care if we're doing the exact same thing. Let's talk. Let's Mm -hmm. not. Yeah, It's, it's different. And I'm seeing that more and more now through the generations. It's the same thing. It's not oh, and sit down. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's yeah. hey, what's your idea? Okay, now, from my experience, I don't know that i do it that way, but I like that idea. Let's mm-hmm. see if we can figure this out together. That's mm-hmm. you know that's where we're we're at and where we're heading. I think in the as as weed people,
1: yes.
2: yes. <laughs> Oh
1: my God, so good. Yeah, I've had full body chills this whole time. So Magic
2: is happening, and I'm very excited about it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so from a guerrilla marketing standpoint, like what, considering this industry, it's so hard to advertise, it's so hard to market, we can't buy the same ads that other companies get to buy, you know, all of these things. What do you see is, like, a really good unseen guerrilla marketing opportunity that people aren't like taking advantage of, you know.
4: Um, two things. I think first is local, local, local. I think um, it's time to to come out of the shadows, and um, as we come out of the pandemic, as we you know are, are learn to live with it, um, it's time to to not just talk to each other. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, literally talk, I mean, if you're a dispensary and you're not already out there talking to the florist and the butcher shop and the McDonald's franchisee, owner and the barber and everybody in your neighborhood going out and talking, asking about doing co-promotions, mm-hmm. um, that, just that, just going out and getting every door and meeting your business neighbors and asking for co-promotions. Uh, and two, um, that last three feet of sale, that, that having, whether it's, you know, um, finding people to, to train bud tenders, um, to eat, to, to CBD stores, you know, some places they're separated. So your CBD stores, your glass stores, um, mm-hmm. you know, and look, even your gas stations. If it's going to get sold there, can we at least maybe try and figure out how to market some education there? I think that's a
2: good idea. Like spa owners too, massage yeah. places that do like CBD mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. I that's a good,
4: that's a good point. Yeah. So it's, it's, you know, it's, it's not going to go away. So let's try and figure out how to market education in those areas. So that yeah, people aren't, you know, getting taken advantage of. Uh, but I really think that, but now that community one is a big one because, that branches out from the farm to the dispensary to the products. And this is a personal belief. Personal belief is that with this plant, my personal experience, my personal belief is the handcrafted products, the results, the efficacy, and the the shelf life is so much shorter because it's right there to there to there to here. I just really support that. And I'd love to see more of a, you know, a a hundred mile, I don't know, whatever campaign or something. But farms, everybody, the more we can do that, I think uh, the products, you know, if a product's being made in the same state where it's harvesting its crop. I really truly believe that that's a better product. I just do, um, mm-hmm. and and I'm not just only Oregon products. You know, I shamelessly promote St. Bernie's CBD because it's a sugar-free gum that's handcrafted. It's Colorado, Colorado hemp. I mean, but it's a handcrafted product. Um, Trust to Opal. I mean, she that's cares only- about her product. Oh my god! Yeah, right? she does. Yeah, yeah, she does. Okay, I'm, I I I'm love just her. so there is. <laughs> So there may be people that will be out there that are going to have ABC, CBD lotion, they're a $10 million company. Uh, you're not going to be better than my friend Trista's product. I don't care. I don't That's care if you totally. just put $10 million into your machine. You just grabbed a bunch of hemp from a bunch of states at the lowest price that mm-hmm. your broker could negotiate that did not check the soil, that did not check test results strictly because they got to make the deal versus mm-hmm. Trista. <laughs> Who has a why that involves her mother that is making a product? I mean, you cannot do that, um, and that's what what our revolution is about. And that's why I think that marketing should represent it, is get out in the community. Um, that florist might have you know arthritis in the foot, and now a little micro dose because I think that's good education to the general public. Um, you might have just helped your B two B neighbor. Mm-hmm. you know and so that's that's i guess my my number one for for that guerrilla market get out there
2: hell yeah i love that i love that boom i'm just like letting that one sink in for I know. a second
1: <laughs> i know we're all about community and we i mean i feel like we do do a pretty good job of tapping into our community mm-hmm. yeah but that's, like, something that we've noticed here in Washington is that nobody really talks to each other, which is why we have that Washingtonians clubhouse um, room. But it's, like, I don't know. It's really hard to, like, get in touch with other cannabis people if you're not working with them like in the, in the industry. The, yeah. But even in
2: the then, industry. like, if you're a bud tender, it's not like you're getting buyer's numbers to try to make connections. Right. You know, with front of the house versus the higher up people you know right. it's it's very it's i don't know segmented. it feels very yeah
4: <clears throat> you think yeah. social clubs will help
2: i think they would
4: because i think you yeah, know if they can
2: figure out how to do it right and not give yeah. people stds <laughs> yikes.
4: <laughs> yikes yeah i keep i keep forgetting there's new challenges with that but yeah i just that was one thing that always bugged me was that that's where you know consumers can Talk and compare and educate each other and share different mm-hmm. things. Um, and service industry people would have a place to go because you know we're very sad down here. Northwest Cannabis Club, you know, had to close. Right, um, that's he was a legend. Um, right, so so yeah, we need those. I'm wondering if that, especially in Washington, you know, it's a little more metropolitan than mm-hmm. than Portland. I wonder if it was you know a social club that they had to win. When we have, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, we actually have a brand here in Washington, based here in Vancouver. That I think I can talk about this, but they're opening a CBD shop. Oh yeah, they're in stores. the down in downtown Vancouver, and it's a their intention is for it to be a CBD tea shop and oh, okay. where people can go and like yeah. hang out and try like the the products. Bark. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. um, But in Vancouver, which is much smaller than Portland, yeah. but still has like a cool scene. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be really interesting mm-hmm. to see how that develops. And maybe that kind of CBD vibe can be a model for it social is. clubs. Yeah, And then, you know, maybe even eventually into THC social clubs, mm-hmm. recreational social clubs, once that is a thing.
1: Which yeah. literally everyone I talk to is like, I want to have a lounge. Mm-hmm. I want to have a lounge. Yeah. I want to have a lounge. I'm like, yeah, everybody wants to have a lounge. So let's start making... That moves thing. to make have lounges. You what? Know, <laughs> and we do want lounge. like yes, let's let's make that happen. Yeah. I want a lounge.
4: Aren't I was, was thinking about Look. like an unexpected hit that's gonna <laughs> happen with those social lounges. Um, so I many used of to, them. <laughs> well, I used to work in a bar. Uh, well back in the day, you know, I had a friend that owned a bar and you know, you hang out at bars and I was thinking about if you had the choice, would you want to run a bar? You've got to worry about the fights and the drama or would you want to run a social like right? the alcohol? I really wonder if, you know, obviously we're probably not the only ones thinking of this stuff. Right. I wonder if, honestly, <laughs> conspiracy theory sounding, that's not why they do fight a lot of this stuff. They know that a healthier, less violent, less aggressive um, social scene is coming in, but it's going to hit their pocket.
1: I think well Ve- so Vegas just um legalized social lounges. Yes. Yeah. So that's super exciting. But I did hear that the people who like on the, like the own the strip, you know, yeah. were like fighting against that happening because they didn't want, yeah, the money to get taken out of, you know, their yeah. alcohol market yeah
2: because nobody wants to smoke a joint and go gamble and go
1: like mindlessly like random you know like that. yeah so really? i do think that people are like worried that if we have social lounges so social lounges that like the beer market's probably going to take a yeah. hit if, if like thinking about our local locality yeah you know breweries All of those, like, fancy-ass cocktail places are probably going to take a hit, and they're literally on every corner.
2: Or they can adapt and start selling CBD mocktails or CBD-infused craft sodas. Have something, yeah,
1: love that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Which, can we do CBD and alcohol yet?
1: Do we probably? I don't think so. Like, in the same location?
2: Under the same roof? roof? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. But, you know, you can convert.
4: We also now when I've been drunk, I'll take a risk and throw that extra. oh, maybe I'll hit this time. But a lot of time, like you're saying, when mm-hmm. you get stoned, that's not a time to be like, "Oh, I'm going to throw a thousand dollars away." In fact, you're thinking, "Well, I really like this cultivar. Maybe I'll I get a <laughs> <power." laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I,
1: with this thousand dollars, I get like three ounces, yo, and be
4: set. Again, and again, what we were taught. Uh, you know, oh, cannabis is so dangerous. The decisions you're going to make, and really, it's oh, wait a minute. They're not going to make dumb decisions because they're mm-hmm. going to be stoned instead of drunk. I mean, we still right. make some dumb decisions, but
1: <laughs> right,
4: right. But you know, you know what I'm saying. In comparison, yeah, hundred percent,
1: hundred percent. Yeah, now I'm like in the conspiracy mind. I'm like, yeah, they're definitely keeping it from us because they don't want us to re- revolt because that's definitely where that's going to happen. And
2: well, yeah, all of the. Like, you think of what happened, just like like t- when when like writers in the 30s and 40s got together in coffee shops and would just right. like talk for hours, right? And yeah. like all of the minds that were freed in those exactly. moments, like that scares if, them. Yeah, if that's replicated <laughs> at scale across the world. Like fucking right. capital T, they yes. will no longer have control because the fucking grid will be recreated yeah. by these cu- <laughs> fucking cannabis lounges. Freaking stoners <laughs> changing the world.
4: And I really, I guess, you know, um, and it's going to sound weird, but on the flip side, I one of the books I, I trusted or follow uh, in theory, The Art of War and the way you win a war is knowing you've already won like Playing it out to the end, and I'm simplifying an amazing theory. If somebody's listening, and they're like, "Oh my god, you just simplify this <laughs> much!" But, but in this case, I, I believe we've already won. We still still have to fight a few battles. I don't think, you know, they can't stop hackers from stopping pipelines and airplanes. They don't understand crypto. Um, it, Things that are already happening around them in a real world, they have no concept of at a certain level of whatever leadership, control, whatever. So, I think we've already won, we just got to get them out of the way. Yes.
1: I am in a 100% agreement yeah. with you.
2: Yeah, Riley's yeah. nose agrees. I, uh, yeah, she sneezed about it three times. Right, cannabis
4: people in office. We need some open, like. Like Gary Johnson led the way a few years back. We need more open cannabis people running for office. um, Mm. And yeah, just completely removing the stigma. I don't care whether it's the school board to Congress. Yeah, we need some. I'm I'm all stoned and musing with me yeah, now, but what we need <laughs> revolution. All right, so we need something. someone make a list. Yeah, Let's right. Make a list. Everybody, listening. Add this to our Trello board. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. and hand punches. Oh my gosh, we would change. We would change the world. We are going to change the world. We've already changed We've the already world. We've already changed it. Yeah. That's so good. This was so fun, Beth. Thank you so much for coming on today. Yeah. Um, where can people find you? And shameless pl- shamelessly plug anything else you would like to.
4: All right, Shamelessly. Um, all my experience and all this talking, what it's led to is Hoi Ploy Advisors. Hoi Ploy means the people. We're here for the people. And our motto is the magic happens when we all meet because we collaborate. We are business advisors, but we collaborate. We want to talk with you. We want to innovate with you and help you. Got some packages on hoymagic.com, H-O-I-magic.com. Go check out our website. Lots of free information on there about your LLC, EIN, bank accounts, Mm -hmm. some tools. Glean as much as you want. Um, We want to help solopreneurs and entrepreneurs really be affordable and help them either get started or unstuck in cannabis and suicide. And if you've been listening, you know, my philosophies, you know, my theories. Um, So, you know, we're not the ones to call if you've got a get rich quick scheme or you're in it because you think it's a gold mine and you just want to get rich. If you want to be a part of our community, our network of amazing people and and really build and collaborate together um man get in touch with us because we really do have an amazing network you've heard some of them here right heather dagley mm-hmm. you all you've met i just saw nick from chronic aware who i introduced you guys to i mean mm-hmm. it's just an amazing network um but hoy magic H O I M A, yeah wait magic.com <laughs> um hit us up hit us up we're, we're happy to talk with you and help you out We've got a great team and I love, love being a disruptive capitalist and we've already won. We just got to, we got to win some battles and and get this war over as quick as possible and just, just grow, live and have a good time. It's really not that hard. Hemp, Hemp's the answer.
2: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Thank you, Beth. We love you. And thank you to everyone listening. Bye.
4: Bye. Uh, peace and love, Martians.
2: See? She's awesome. She is awesome. What an angel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was crazy that I guessed her. I really had no idea. I know. I know. I was
2: like, sense. there's no way you knew unless yeah. you did the same dive that I did. But nope, I didn't. that would be really a weird coincidence. But which anyway, happens sometimes. So. she's the best and
1: you're the best. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Chronic Gals podcast. Have an awesome summer. Have an awesome summer. We'll catch you on the internet. Yeah.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. And we'll see you in the fall. See you in the fall. Bye. Bye. Bye.